So apparently some folks felt that my Deshaun Watson jokes were a little distasteful and their feelings were hurt. I'm just telling you, I'm not here to massage your feelings. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, I'm actually on TikTok now, but I haven't made a TikTok because I'm afraid of TikTok. I don't know. just really am. RoyDog13 over there. Um, How is everybody doing? Uh, Haven't been gone all that too long. This is part two of three we're gonna make this a trilogy get through here probably have you know try to get through about an hour hour and 15 i know it's a lot of numbers and stuff going through here so i'm just trying to kind of keep it you know keep it simple as much as humanly possible not throw a huge amount of data at you right because we could go through we could go you know Yards per average, yards per reception, we could start throwing all those numbers in there, and then what's going to happen is you're going to get all confused on what's going on, what we're talking about. So trying to keep it simple, just trying to go through uh, the numbers, like I said, through full season, the half season, the quarters, and then take a look at the ADP, you know, currently as of, you know, on Sunday. So um, you have any questions, you have any concerns, you have any, you know, thoughts and feelings you're more than welcome to say something to me uh get a hold of me if you want to dm me you can call me out on twitter and say i'm a fucking asshole idiot who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about that's fine that's fine that's fine you're not gonna hurt me you're not gonna hurt me whatsoever uh scott fishbowl live drafts uh signups just went out which is kind of cool there's one in chicago i just don't know if i really want to go all the way down to the southwest corner um of the 294 loop on a saturday uh that can be quite unbearable can't really drink or do anything either so that's kind of right in the middle of the day but on the other hand instead of doing a slow draft i can get the draft done in one shot so i'm kind of thinking about it kind of thinking about it so i'm gonna have to figure that one out oh i also gotta get uh, I gotta find the podcast that I want to put out for uh, the uh, FSWA. I gotta apply for that too. Figure out which podcast I really want to put on there. Gotta get certified. I gotta get certified. Those out there, you know, you know, I just want to get certified. It's not gonna do anything for my my Twitter following or anything like that, but it makes a guy feel good though if he gets accepted. So. That's kind of uh, what's on my mindset right now um, outside of what we're talking about today. Uh, strength of schedule versus ADP. 
Uh, today we are going to start with the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see how far we get. I'm trying to going to try to get through about ten to twelve. That'll leave us at a good pace for the th- the uh, third part of the trilogy. So uh, why don't we just get started? So then we can make sure that we have well more than enough time. And here we go, the Dallas Cowboys, which is actually an offense that I really really like this year. Kind of have to get go back and look through the numbers and stuff, but you're going to see why I kind of like them once I get through this. So we start with the schedule versus Buccaneers, Bengals at Giants, Commanders at Rams, at Eagles versus Lions, Bears, bye week at Packers, at Vikings, Giants, Colts, Texans, at Jaguars versus Eagles, at Titans, at Commanders. It's not too bad of a schedule. Let's see what we have here. Oh, well, dude, uh, according to opponent record, strength of schedule for the full season, 31st. By halves, 22nd and 24th. And by quarters, 15th, 23rd, 18th, and 29th. Pretty damn good. But let's uh, take a look at the total defense and see what happens there. Full season DVOA total defense. 30th hardest uh, schedule on the board. So 30 is the schedule. By halves, 23rd and 25th. And by quarter, 19th, 23rd, 19th, and 28th. It's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, just, you know, on the simplistic numbers. Rush defense. So here we go. We got Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Please do not fucking take Tony Pollard thinking... Uh, he's going to really do anything. Leave him as a handcuff. Leave him as a fucking handcuff, for Christ's sakes. I'm actually kind of curious. I have not actually looked at Tony Pollard's ADP. Let's see how high he's going in NFFC. Uh, but let's go through the numbers first. So rush defense for Ezekiel Elliott. Full season, 22nd, hardest schedule. By halves, 19th and 22nd. And by quarter, 12th, 26th, 29th, and 16th. Not too bad. Uh, versus running backs in the passing game, this is you know this is this is gonna be utilized by Zeke by Pollard. Fourteenth hardest schedule full season by halves, 29th and eighth, and by quarter, seventeenth, twenty-sixth, thirteenth, and sixth. So about the middle of the road, not good, not great. But when you put that when you put that with the rush, the rush defense that they'll be facing. Uh, it's not too bad, and they have uh, they did add uh, they did add an offensive tackle for the right tackle position in the draft. So the line, while it's not as great as what it has been uh, the last couple of years, you get to, you get a decent offensive line. You keep Zeke healthy, and uh, it's going to be it's going to it's going to look good. It's going to look good this year. So. Let's take a look at one Zeke Elliott. I think we talked about this before. He is RB19. That is pick 41. So that is right in the middle of the fourth round. Now, let's see where he's gone from. So he's been the 37th, 28th, 46th, 44th, and 41st. So he is moving up. He might end up, he's probably going to end up somewhere around the end of the third round. Um, Again, We've talked about it before. You get in your home leagues. A lot of people want to take the running backs. They want to get the dual running backs, right? So the numbers kind of get higher. So be careful with that. Just don't fully expect him to sit there 
in your home leagues. But in leagues where, you know, you get better drafters, um, they're kind of in tune with, you know, Sirius XM, what's going on within the industry, uh, where wide receivers are kind of moving up the board. Uh, those drafts, you know, you're, you're going to get a little bit closer to what the uh, current ADPs at that time um, are going to be. So that 41, though, 41 overall, if he's sitting there, even at the end, of, even if he's at the end of the third round, I'm going to be tempted to take him. Just based on the fact that let's say let's say it's the end of the third round, you're at very bare at bare bare minimum, getting just over two rounds of value from last season, and possibly three. That's huge. Now Tony Pollard, let's see, he's going off as RB thirty one right now. Overall selection is eighty eighth. So that is a eighth round pick. That's not too bad. Still like to see him drop. He's right now. He is right ahead of Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny. Now, see, I would take Penny before I take Pollard. Um, I might take James Cook after what we had talked about on the first podcast. And Chase Edmonds, I have a little bit of interest. A little bit. Uh, that Miami backfield is that is scary between him, Sony Michelle, stuff like that. So that's something that really have to delve into. For right now, I would probably stay away from it. But come draft season, who knows? In training camp, somebody might get hurt. We'll be a little bit more interested. Uh, Michael Carter, Corderell Patterson, new. Uh, Damian Pierce is nice in there, though. Uh, pick 106, RB38. That's the rookie for Houston. Who's going ahead of Tony Pollard? Miles Sanders? No. Devin Singletary? Yes. Yes. Uh, Kenneth Walker third. I'd rather have Penny, to be honest with you. That that one should uh, sort itself out by the time uh, home leagues get drafting. Damian Harrison here. That's that's awesome. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire hmm, at 69, maybe. 64 for A.G. Dillon, no. Elijah Mitchell, yeah, maybe at 61. That's kind of your little, another pocket in there. There's a, It's a pocket of two for a couple of these. Dillon and, and uh, C.E.H., and then you got Damian Harris, Kenneth Walker. Uh, actually, this is a full five, five pocket. Kenneth Walker, Devin Singletary, Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard in there, so... Yeah, Tony Pollard. There's, there's a couple of guys that I'd probably take before I take Pollard, even if I had Zeke. I don't know if I can take Pollard that high. But, again, it's a handcuff, so you're probably going to be forced into doing it. Any which way. So let's move on to Dak Prescott. So versus passing offense, 29th hardest schedule on the full season, 26 and 26 for the halves, 22, 14, 12, and 32. So it does dip a bit in the middle. Let's see what we got here. So in the middle, second quarter at Rams at Eagles. Mm, mm, they've had the Eagles number, though, at times. Uh, Lions and Bears, though. Huh. <laughs> That's what's bringing up the 14. So Rams and Eagles, very tough. Uh, Lions and Bears suck. Let's see the second four. Uh, so this third quarter at Packers at Vikings versus Giants versus Colts. Packers are going to be a little tough. 
Um, but they do still kind of have the weapons on there. Not as good as last year because Cooper's gone. But uh, Vikings, a little bit better in the secondary. Well, we're going to have to see how that one shapes out. Uh, they're going to have a hell of a uh, they're going to have a decent pass rush though. Uh, Giants, eh, they're falling off. Uh, James Bradbury not being there. I know he wasn't as great as you know what he's always been touted, but um, still, it's better than what they have in there. And then Colts, Colts are hot and cold uh, defensively. Eberflus has gone too, so we're going to have to see how the new coordinator handles it. But um, yeah, yeah. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, Dak has started to fall, though, too, because he's now at QB8. He's at pick 76. He went from 71 up to 55, back down to 63, and started falling steady. So then he went to 70, and then he went to 76. So, And that's one pick right in front of Russell Wilson, uh, five picks in front of Brady, uh, 10 picks in front of Stafford. I'm probably okay with that that spot for Dak right now. That's seventh round. It's not quite halfway through the seventh round. I'm kind of okay with that. Jalen Hurts, like I said, moved back up. He went from QB9 to QB7. And jumped ahead and jumped ahead of Dak here. So I kind of liked I kind of like Dak Prescott. I'm going to be honest with you. I did take him. I did take him in my dynasty draft. Uh, two QB, uh, super flex. So I did take him in the first round because all the QBs were going. Dak was kind of left there in the 10th pick. So, uh, let's move on to, let's look at wide receiver ones. This is be CD lamb. Uh, you'll see CD lamb in the slot and you will see him in the, on the outside. Um, I would hope that they would have him on the outside a little bit more played a little bit better out there. Um, I think you're going to see a flip here. We'll just talk about this real quick. I think you're going to see C.D. Lamb in the slot maybe a little bit more. They'll keep James Washington on the outside and kind of flip those two instead of Amari Cooper and, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, instead of Michael Gallup kind of flipping inside. Uh, Michael Gallup might not even be ready for the start of the season. We'll get to that because I want to talk a little bit about Jalen Tolbert, who I do actually like. Uh, but you'll see CeeDee Lamb and probably James Washington flipping inside and out. If it was, if it was me, I would probably think Tolbert's going to stay out if Gallup is, is not ready to go at the start of the season. They're going to keep it simple for him and just kind of keep him on the outside there. Face the second quarterback, cornerback and let Washington and CD kind of fight it out on there. Um, not to put too much on the rookie's plate. So CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver one. Uh, strength of schedule, 28th hardest uh, for the full season, 22 and 23rd for the halves, 11th, 31st, 20th, and 23rd for the quarter. So pretty damn good there um, for CeeDee Lamb. But CeeDee Lamb is getting drafted a bit high this year, even higher than last year, and he had the kind of the disappointing year. So right now he is at wide receiver six. He is at overall pick 15. So about a quarter of the way through the second round. That is right behind Stephon Diggs. I would probably t- I would take CD Lamb. I would take the shot on CD Lamb uh, before Stephon Diggs. Even though I do I, I like the Buffalo Bills offense. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Um, CD though being the true number one with Amari Cooper gone, that's going to be kind of a big deal. He's going two picks in front of Debo Samuel. 
it seems like him it seems like Samuel's figuring getting everything figured out with San Francisco for right now. Um but right now as of right now I'd probably still take CD Lamb in front of Debo Samuel. Uh we also don't know what's kind of going on with quarterback. I still don't think Trey Lance is going to be the guy. Um I would actually be higher on Debo if uh Garoppolo was starting. Um uh, it's just there's a little bit more of a comfort level. I do know, you know, that uh uh Trey Lance has more upside on there. Um but he's never been that real accomplished passer, so I still have my hesitations. I could warm up to him at some point, but it kind of is what it is. Uh, wide receiver two. Now, we'll go through Michael Gallup. Um, take a look at his ADP. I'm thinking it's probably been falling, um, but I'm not sure. Now, as far as would that make James Washington the number two? It's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt to make James Washington a number two, but um, it could be Jalen. Tol- it could be Jalen Tolbert, depending upon Michael Gallup Gallup's situation. Is he ready to go uh, sooner rather than later at the beginning of the season? Um, I like Tolbert more as a prospect than probably what James Washington ever has been for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so I would give him a slight edge at the wide receiver two versus the wide receiver plus. So we'll talk about the ADPs. We'll kind of get, you know, continue getting into what I kind of feel with how the situation is going to unfold. So uh, full season for the wide receiver two, 29th overall. By halves, 23rd and 30th. And by quarters, 30th, 6th, 11th, and 32nd. For the wide receiver plus, we'll just go ahead and include it. Full season, 16th, hardest schedule overall. So right in the middle. Uh, for the halves, 16th and 13th. For the quarters, 11th, 23rd, 2nd, and 28th. So it's going to be a it's it's going to be a really big deal on who's going to be the wide receiver two versus the wide receiver plus, um, just because you do have um, Dalton Schultz at tight end. Um, so he's going to be taking some targets away, and it's going to hurt that wide receiver plus before it's going to hurt that wide receiver two. Uh, so let's take a look here if I can find our guys here because they're going to be farther down the list. Oh, there's Jalen Tolbert. We got anybody else in here? Oh, here's Michael Gallup. Uh, he actually moved up. He's at wide receiver 51. They're not going to be big. These are going to be end of the end of the draft type guys. So uh, to kind of watch out for, you know, you collect them and just see how they do. So wide receiver 51, 119 overall. That is up from 53 and pick 127, uh, 52 and 123. So that's Michael Gallup. Where's our James Washington? So James Washington, uh, we're going to skip over the rookie here real quick. So James Washington, nobody's really kind of looking at him. He's wide receiver 83, uh, pick 225. Uh, That will probably rise, you know, come training camp once Michael Gallup knows that maybe he's not ready. You know, so you'll see Gallup drop. You'll see Washington go up. You should also see Tolbert going up. Now, he's kind of right in between both of these guys. At wide receiver 69, pick 168. So he's right at the end of a normal draft. 
uh, 16 round draft. Um, you know, you can take your shot on him. I like the kid. I think he can do something for this team. Like I said, I like him way better than I like James Washington. Um, I think he's got more talent. I think he's better on the routes. I think he's got better hands. Uh, Washington has never been known for uh, having full security of a football. Let's just put it that way. So, But definitely a guy, uh, if you want to take a shot on a rookie, take a look at Tolbert. Uh, we'll talk about it more once we get closer to August. Um, but we do we want to take a shot on a guy late as the wide receiver too. We don't want the guy who's going to be the wide receiver plus, you know, the tertiary guys. So uh, tight end. So here's Dalton Schultz. He has the 25th hardest uh, schedule on the season uh, by halves, 19 and 24 and by quarters, 14, 21, 24 and 20. So it's pretty nice. Um, Dalton Schultz is, you know, this year we talked about it. We talked about it last year, right? Um, with Blake Jarwin and then Blake Jarwin got hurt and we're like, okay, Dalton Schultz, you know, you can take him late in your draft, uh, as your tight end two, sit on him. He's going to get the job done. Uh, and he did. Uh, but this year he is tight end seven. He is at pick 71. So way higher. He's right behind, uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson at pick 67, Dalton Schultz at 71. And then it goes to Dallas Goddard at 90 Ertz at 100, Dawson Knox at 114, Pat Fryermuth at 120. So Schultz is going um, right at the end of the sixth round. Do you want to take him that high? That's kind of the question. I think it's fine, but I do have hesitations just because Dallas Cowboys, you know, they do spread the ball around quite a bit. Probably will be the second target of the offense to be, just to be truthful, uh, Dak Prescott has a real comfort level with him. Um, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, Josh Allen with Dawson Knox. He always knows where his tight end is. So Dalton Schultz, end of the sixth round, it's great. I would like to see him drop, but, I mean, you're looking at pick 74, pick 70, pick 79, pick 75, pick 71. So people are on Schultz, and that might actually be, even though we don't see Michael Gallup dropping, that might be because Michael Gallup, they have said that Michael Gallup is not you know, currently ready to go. And they have questions about whether or not he's going to be ready to start the season. So Dalton Schultz, we're going to keep an eye on him. Very nice schedule. Very nice schedules for everybody, uh, for the most part, who's fantasy, actually fantasy relevant. So a lot of people, you know, shitting on it. They're like, well, well Dick Prescott, he always kind of fucks around. Well, if you're going to have the numbers as good as what they are, you have to kind of consider it. Um, put your feelings aside and just say, look, this offense is running on, on all cylinders. It's going to be a really good offense. You have to kind of believe in that offensive line. Like I said, it'd be the rookie at right tackle. So you'd have Tyron Smith. You'd have Connor McGovern. Thank oh God, please, Tyron Smith, stay healthy. Um I can never say the kid's name, even though he's from Wisconsin. Tyler, uh, I call him Biazadez, but it's not that. It's not right. Uh, Zach Martin at right guard, and then Tyler Smith. It could be Terrence Steele if Terrence Steele plays. But you know, twenty fourth pick in the first round, you took him. Uh, you took Tyler Smith out of Tulsa to be a right tackle. He should be your right tackle. 
Um, so I don't really have too many worries about the offensive line unless somebody gets hurt, and then they're kind of fucked because they do not have a lot of depth. Um, I should say good depth here. So um, just play it by ear. Uh, your own feelings, how you like everything. It is what it is. Denver Broncos. So we head out west. They were sold to Walmart. So uh, you can save big money at the Walmart, right? Right? Great values. Do we have any great? Oh, that was the joke. I should have said, let's see if we have any great values at, on the Denver Broncos. Oh, goddamn missed fucking opportunities. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to uh, take this back and re-record it. So fuck it. Uh, based on opponent strength of schedule, um, actually no. We're going to go through opponents first. Stupid. Uh, at Seahawks was the big matchup right off the gate. Right on Monday Night Football. Uh, Texans, Niners, at Raiders versus Colts, at Chargers, Jets, Jaguars bye week at Titans. Uh, Raiders at Panthers at Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals at Rams at Chiefs versus Chargers. So strength of schedule here, full season uh, based on opponent record is 15th hardest schedule overall, 32nd in the first half, second in the second half, second hardest schedule. Woo, woo. This is why we look at total defense, though. It's gonna change. It's gonna change for you. Uh, by quarters, 24th, 30th, 15th, and number one hardest schedule by opponent record. By total defense, 25th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 30th and 16th. So 16 versus two. That's a, that's a big difference. That is a big fucking difference. By quarter, 16th, 30th, 25th, and 10th. So a lot better schedule on here than I think a lot of people realize. Uh, rush defense. So this is going to be Javante Williams, uh, Melvin Gordon as the as his backup. I'm not too worried about Javante Williams versus Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon was reluctantly re-signed. We said the longer he sat on free agency, and he almost signed with Baltimore, uh, the longer he sat on free agency, the more likely he was going to end up back in Denver. That's what's happened. So rush defense for the full season, eighth hardest schedule on the board. By halves, eighth and ninth. By quarter, fourth, 28th, fourth, and 18th. Yikes. Let's take a look at versus running backs in the passing game. 27th hardest schedule on the board. Okay. 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 Makes it a little bit better. Uh, by halves, 16th and 28th. And by quarters, 14th, 15th, 21st, and 27th. So we look at Javante Williams, who is way up the draft board uh, this season. He is RB8, pick 12. So right at the back end of the first round. Uh, he has gone from 13th to 12th, the 12th, the 14th, the 12th. So he's sitting right around the 1-2 corner. Um, let's take a look at Melvin Gordon. If you want a handcuff here, which you should. Uh, Melvin Gordon currently is RB41, pick 110. So not too bad for a handcuff. Um, boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. 
This one's gonna come. This one's gonna be tough for me. Um, I am a true Javante Williams fan. He is super fucking talented. I have looked at this a couple of times. I have really, I mean, <laughs> as far as targets and avoids, based on based on the numbers that I'm here that you know that I've seen that have kind of cross referenced with the ADP, Javante Williams, honestly. He's kind of an avoid, but because I love him so much, I'm going to be hard-pressed to kind of pass on him there. Uh, back into the first round, lead back on a team with Russell Wilson at quarterback. <sighs> Former Packer assistant, now the head coach. Oh, God. So he's going to make the avoid, he's going to make the avoid list because there's no other really good place to kind of go here if you're just doing it based off the number you know flipping you know looking at the numbers and comparing them um i still wouldn't fault you if you took him at the back end of the of the first round if he goes into the second round i think you have to scoop him up um this is kind of one of the ones that i want to look at because at seahawks they had the number two uh dvoa rush defense and number four versus running back in the passing game. But remember that running backs really got the job done against them. You remember that? We had that nice fucking streak in DFS where you just use a running back against Seattle. And just fucking plug it in and let's go. Um, Texans. Niners is the one that's going to be tough. Raiders, he can do something against. Uh, Colts at number three. That game gets kind of going in a battle. Eh, 27th versus running back in the passing game. They haven't really fixed that either. Uh, but then he, Chargers got a little bit tougher. A little bit. Uh, Jets got a little bit tougher. Jaguars still a good matchup. Um, Titans you're going to be able to run against. Niner, uh, Raiders again. Panthers should be able to run against. Ravens aren't. I don't think are going to be all that great in their run defense. So, eh. Uh, Chiefs at 20, yeah. Cardinals at 6, yeah, they're pretty decent. Rams at 5, yeah. So it's it kind of sucks. You want to make it a championship game against the Chiefs. So I kind of don't like his back end. But I'm probably still okay with taking you Javante, taking Javante Williams there. Um, I'm going to be, be reluctant, though. Um, I'm going to have some hesitation on it. I'm just going to be completely forward and honest on it. Um, but in the end, I would probably take him. I think it's still fair value for him. At least, at least it's not up by, uh, where like say McCaffrey, you know, Eckler and Harris are up in there. If you're going, if you're telling me first half of the first round, I'd probably pass on it, but back end of the uh, first round, maybe the beginning of the second round on the turn. I'm fine with it. Russell Wilson. So we got pass defense here. Uh, for the full season, 31st, hardest schedule on the board, so second easiest. By halves, 32 and 22. And by quarter, 25, 32, 26, and 12. Uh, do I like Russell Wilson this year? Yes. Yes, I do. He's going off as QB9, pick 77 overall. Uh, he has bounced back. 
uh, from a couple week for a couple weeks now, or from last week. And then uh, let's let me quit fumbling my fucking words. Let me do it. So he was seventy eighth, seventy sixth, seventy fifth. Then he dropped down to eighty one, and now he's back up to seventy seven. So he's he's peaking back up. He may actually slip. I'm curious to see if he slips ahead of Dak Prescott um, on next week's ADP. Quite possible, quite possible that we see that. But Russell Wilson, yes, I do like him. Do like him a lot. Wide receiver one, this is going to be a Cortland Sutton. Uh, easiest schedule on the board. It's at 32. By by halves, 30th and 26. And by quarters, 16th, 32, 26, and 16. So, Mr. Cortland Sutton, where are you? Cortland Sutton. Oh, that's right. we got to go all the way the fuck back up here. Uh, so Cortland Sutton, he's going off as wide receiver 23 at pick 54. That is behind Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson. And in front of Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Brandon Cooks. Now, Cooks I may take in front of Cortland Sutton. Just because he's been so consistent, Sutton did have the down year. But he's getting the better quarterback. He's getting the better quarterback. Basically, you're looking at the DK Metcalf role, um, you know, different offenses. But <sighs> Cortland Sutton, I'd like to see him kind of drop a little bit more. Um, don't really like him in the, well, middle of the fifth round, I can, I can, I, I'm okay with it. Middle of the fifth round. If he goes before the fifth round, I think it's an overpay. Uh, I would not take him in the fourth round, but. Where he's going, I think it's perfectly fine. And uh, SOS versus that, phenomenal. All right, so now Jerry Judy was acquitted. Thank you. Uh, Full season for Jerry Judy, 28th hardest schedule on the board. (laughs) By halves, 23rd and 27th, and by quarters, 27th, 8th, 30th, and 18th. Wow. Wow, really good for Jerry Judy. And look. He's kind of he's kind of packed it in right here with uh, Sutton. So Sutton was at twenty three. Jerry Judy's at twenty seven. He did drop uh, pick fifty nine. So the end of the fifth round. Uh, I'd like to see that slip back just kind of a little bit. Uh, Jerry Judy is going behind Brandon Cooks and Amari Cooper, which I would take Cooks or Cooper beforehand. Well, uh, Cooper might slip back a little bit, but he is a number one. Oh, fucking Cleveland. It's going to be the death of me this whole fucking offseason. And then behind him, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Fuck Schuster. I'm not buying into that shit. Uh, Darnell Mooney? Eh, Maybe. 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 Gabe Davis? Maybe. I'd like to see those two kind of slip back a little bit, though. Slip back a little bit farther into the sixth round, and I'd be happy with those two. But Jerry Jerry Judy as well. I mean, is that 59? Um, six pick 60 would be the end of the sixth or end of the fifth. I'd like to see him slip just a couple part back, but I could probably buy him at that point. Wide receiver plus, this would be your Tim Patrick. Uh, full season, uh, 12th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 10 and 15. And by quarter, 21, 5, 32, and 4th. So um, we're not going to go through Tim Patrick. He's far enough down the end of the board. But 
Uh, for right now, I would tell you to go ahead and just skip that one. All right, so tight end now. Here's your Albert O. Here's your Albert O. That's your guy, not Greg Dolchik. It's Albert O. Full season, 23rd hardest schedule. By halves, 31st and 4th. By quarter, 27th, 32nd, 8th, and 6th. So he is not going to be a guy. Oh, man. Russell Wilson does love his tight ends, though. Albert O is the biggest motherfucker on that team. Uh, He's going as tight end 17, 151. So spot starts maybe in the first half uh, would be okay. You have Texan. Let's see the best matchups before the bye week. Uh, Texans, Niners, Raiders, Colts, Chargers, Jets, and Jaguars. It's not too bad if you want to use them in the first half. You can spot start them in there. I don't think any of those teams really kind of, well, Raiders might have gotten a little bit better at linebacker uh, to cover that. Well, Chargers, Chargers too, probably got a little bit better. So it got a little bit better, but overall, I think we can spot start him. We'll probably look at him in DFS because he's going to be dirt fucking cheap. But Oh, Detroit Lions, here we go. Let's go through the schedule. Eagles, Commanders. At Vikings, Seahawks, at Pats, bye week. At Cowboys, Dolphins, Packers, at Bears, at Giants, Bills, Jaguars, Vikings, at Jets, at Panthers, versus Bears, at Packers. Based off of team record, here's your strength of schedule. Full season, 28th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 5th and 32nd. Interesting. By quarters, 23rd, 1st, 30th, and 26th. Total defense, strength of schedule, full season, 16th hardest schedule on the board. See how that jumps? See? See? Uh, for uh, for the halves, 3rd hardest schedule in the first half, 29th hardest schedule in the back half, based on total defense. By quarter, 17th, 1st, 17th, and 31st. So that's a little bit up and down. That's a little bit up and down. All right. So let's take a look. Let's take a look at the rush defense, uh, running backs in the passing game. So first one, rush defense is going to be for DeAndre Swift. Uh, Full season, 28th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 11th and 30th, and by quarter, 6th, 20th, 28th, and 30th. Not bad. But let's look at running backs in the passing game. And that's something that DeAndre Swift does really, really well. Uh, so full season, fourth hardest schedule on the board. Yikes. Uh, by halves, seven and seven. By quarters, fourth, twelfth, second, and fourteenth. <coughs> so not great. Not great. Uh, well, let's see where he's going. He, DeAndre Swift is going as the RB9. Pick 14 overall. Based on this, I would – man, the offensive line is so good, though. Goff should have – oh, God. Goff's got so many targets. He should be able to get him the ball, though. Oh, man, 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 man. I'm hard-pressed. It's one of those things. I, To be honest with you, at the 14th overall pick, I would still like to see him drop. He's going behind Joe Mixon and Javante Williams, of course, who we just talked about. 
Uh, who's going behind him? Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb. Also got Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette. Fuck Fournette. Fuck Fournette. Saquon Barkley, Barkley bringing up the rear of the second. Oof. I guess I'd be... Mm. At 14, I'm not happy with it. If he was back where Aaron Jones was at 18, I'd probably be... And Chubb at 19, I probably would say go ahead and take it. But he's up at 14. Front end of the second round. I have mixed feelings on it. Like I said, I mean, you can never rely on running backs in the passing game. They're going to get targets. Um, But they have to make the reception, right? So... If we look strictly on rushing, I love it. I fucking love it. If Swift can get open, he's so talented, too. I have mixed feelings. I'm okay with it. Um, it's kind of a buyer beware. I wouldn't want him to be my number one running back. I'd rather have him as my number two. That I think that's what's really kind of concerning me, is that he's going to be taken off the board as your first running back, essentially. Um if you do do it, you got to make sure that your second and your third running backs are safe. So if you take DeAndre Swift up there and you get your, say, your stud wide receiver in the first round, fine. And he's your first running back. So we're talking second round in there. So you are essentially, you're drafting at the back end of the first round in there, in this scenario. <sighs> You have to, you have to get a guy like Brees Hall. You have to get a guy like Zeke Elliott. I think even if you buy into the whole thing with David Montgomery, those type of guys, Josh Jacobs, you know, your safe type plays down there um, at that back end of the third round, into the fourth round. You have to, you have to get it, secure it. I would probably say back into the third. Unless there's a number one wide, another number one wide receiver sitting in there, that back into the third round, into that fourth, you, you're going to want to take two more running backs. It's, I don't see any way around it. You have to protect yourself against Swift's injury, and I don't know if any of the backups like Jamal Williams. Um, let me take a look here because some of these guys' names I just get mixed. You know, Jamal Reynolds, Craig, uh, Jamal Williams, Craig Reynolds, uh, Jamar Jefferson, Godwin, uh, <laughs> Egwibuki, uh, still don't remember his actual name. But uh, those type of guys, I mean, DeAndre Swift goes down, they're going to be rotating those guys in there. So I don't think you have a real true backup in there. That's also one reason why, another reason why I'd like to see him kind of fall back. Versus the pass, so here's Jared Goff. I doubt anybody's going to draft Jared Goff. Two quarterback leagues, you might. Uh, full season, ninth hardest schedule by halves, fifth and 18th, and by quarters, 24th, 1st, 10th, and 23rd. So not great, not great. But as a QB2, I mean, I, I don't think you can really go wrong on there, um, especially since Jared Goff is actually a QB3 uh, QB 26 at 213, of course, at the back end of a regular dra uh, one-quarterback draft. Jared Goff I might take as a third. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in him. I think he can get it done. Um, it won't be flashy, but he should be able to get it done. 
Wide receiver one. Now this one, people will probably argue because I'm going to say it's actually DJ Chark and leave Jamison Williams for right now. Um, as kind of your wide receiver two, even though it might be more Amon Ross St. Brown. So wide receiver two, we're going to look at Amon Ross St. Brown. We're going to look at the rookie Jamison Williams. I think Amon Ross St. Brown has earned uh, at least being the wide receiver, you know, considered the wide receiver two because he moves into that slot position. Uh, DJ Chark kind of being more of your ex wide receiver. He has to play on the outside. Um, so when we do wide receiver two, we'll cover Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams uh, with both the wide receiver two and the wide receiver plus. But DJ Chark for me right now is your wide receiver one. I know what the I know what uh, St. Brown did last year, but DJ Chark technically should be the wide receiver one. He's bigger. He's more of an outside wide receiver than Amon Ra is. So it's not to say I don't like Amon Ra St. Brown. We loved him last year. Um, but let's take a look here. So wide receiver won the rankings for the full season. 22nd hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 9th and 32nd. And by quarter, 30th, 1st, 25th, and 31st. So it does follow the pass, the pass DVOA for that second quarter in there. So DJ Chark, a lot of people are going to, a lot of, here, see, because the big problem is a lot of people are just going to go ahead and assume I'm on Ross St. Brown, the number one. And to me, he's just, he's not, he's not. It's DJ Chark, DJ Chark going off at pick 57. I'm sorry, wide receiver 57, pick 134. So right at the back end of the draft, um, <clears throat> I'm going to take a shot on DJ Chark somewhere late just because of what I said. Everybody looking at Amon Ra as a number one, and he's not. Okay? He's very t- he's a very talented kid. We do like him. But there's more additions to this offense with, you know, Chark, Williamson in there. He really took off once TJ Hawkinson at tight end got hurt. So that's going to hurt Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, when you look at the numbers, though, for wide receiver two, strength of schedule, full season, eighth hardest schedule on the board. By halves, seventh and 13th, and by quarters, 28th, 1st, 16th, and 12th. Do the wide receiver plus real quick. Full season, 26. By halves, 20th and 27th, and by quarter, 27th, 7th, 6th. A real bad spot right in the middle. Uh, and 31st, which means that the first quarter and the fourth quarter are the real prime spots to have them, okay? Um, and we may be able to use that to our advantage um, with Jamison Williams late in the year. But Amon Ross St. Brown, he is going off as wide receiver 24 at pick 55, which in my opinion, it's my opinion, you can disagree with it, it's fine, Amon Ross St. Brown is being taken way too high. He should be a wide receiver three at best, and I think that's where he's going to end up finishing. Just my humble opinion. But Jamison Williams, the rookie, uh, is right in front of DJ Chark, actually, at wide receiver 56, pick 131. High flyer, really good kid. Really good. Really good. Might not be ready to go at the beginning of the season, so we might be able to do some pickups later on him. Um, 
once we get news of how he's doing, how he's developing. So he's got to get used to the offense. That's why Jamison Williams really should not be drafted uh, as, a, as, like, say, the wide receiver two, especially not the wide receiver one. So DJ Chark for me at one, Amon Ross St. Brown at two. Remember that because that's going to be huge. You're going to hear everybody, Amon Ross St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's the number one wide receiver in Detroit right now, and he's not. Tight end. So here's your TJ Hawkinson. 18th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 12th and 19th, and by quarters, 9th, 22nd, 13th, and 24th. TJ Hawkinson fell, has fallen a little bit. He is now tight end six. Remember, he was always tight end kind of like four. He was right behind Kelsey Andrews and Kittle. Now Pitts has jumped up there. So TJ Hawkinson, tight end six at pick 67 overall. It's not too bad. Towards the end of the, eh, about about the middle of the sixth round. That's not too bad uh, for old TJ Hawk, but can he stay healthy? Eh, I'm fine with it. I'm kind of fine with it. He can fight through some of these number, these bad numbers in here too. Uh, so TJ Hawkinson, tell me at the end of the sixth round that you took him. You're fine at wide receiver. You're fine at running back. You got your two and two. Uh, actually, it could be three and two at those spots. Maybe you grabbed a quarterback. So let's say you got your your two stud wide receivers, you got two really good running backs, and you got a quarterback. Take your tight end, keep it covered. I think there's enough value on the board where you'd be you'd be just fine with that. I think you'd be just fine. Green Bay Packers. Here's our home team, right? So at Vikings, Bears, at Bucks. Patriots, Giants, Jets, at Commanders, at Bills, at Lions. God, three away games in a row. Fuck that. Cowboys, Titans, at Eagles, at Bears, bye week. Rams, at Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions. So nice end of the... It's kind of a nice little end of the year right in there. Well, not really. Rams, Dolphins are actually better on defense than what they're going to say, so... Uh, let's take a look, though. Strength schedule based on opponent record. Full season, 22nd. By halves, 24th and 18th. By quarters, 9th, 28th, 13th, and 23rd. Total defense. Kind of changes this around a little bit. Uh, 13th hardest schedule on the regular season. By halves, 10th and 15th. And by quarter, 8th, 18th, 19th, and 14th. So this is a bit more difficult of a schedule than what it would appear and what are you, you're going to be told. Let's take a look. Rush defense, running backs in the passing game. Who is this? Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. 26 hardest schedule in the full season by halves, 26th and 25th. Not bad. Uh, quarters, 18th, 24th, 25th, and 23rd. Running backs in the passing game, full season, 17th hardest schedule. Not bad. By halves, 21st and 14th. You can work with that. And by quarters, 19th, 20th, 10th, and 14th. I will take it because we talked about Aaron Aaron Jones here. RB10, pick 18. Right in the middle of the second, second uh, round. Perfect. Let him sit there. Let him fucking drop. 
I'll be happy. I'll be even happier. Be even fucking happier. Now, he has moved up, so I think people are kind of onto this thing. And he could end up ahead of DeAndre Swift at some point. Um, but, I mean, if you're telling me Aaron Jones at 18, I get a stud wide receiver right, at the, right out the gate in the first round and come back and pick up Aaron Jones, I'm going to be absolutely fucking ecstatic. Pass defense. Now, here's Aaron Rodgers. Fourth hardest schedule for the full season by halves. Seventh and ninth by quarter. Third, 19th. 15th and 9th. Oof. But it is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers should be able to get it done. Let's see where he's at. QB 13. He fell out of the top out of the top 12. So he's a QB 2 at 112. I'm fine with Aaron Rodgers. You want to take him as a QB 2? I doubt he stays that way. I think he bounces back up above uh, Trey Lance here, but um, if you're telling me he's going to be a QB2, like a backup, you know, QB2 in a, a super flex or a two QB league, fuck, I'll take it. I'll just take it. I'll rely more on Rodgers, the quarterback himself, uh, getting the job done. Give me 30 touchdown passes. I'm fine. I would actually much rather just have Aaron Rodgers than I would to actually try and pick out a wide receiver from the team. Truth be told. Just being honest. I didn't give you A.J. Dillon. What the fuck? A.J. Dillon is at... We'll go back real quick. Uh, is at RB25. So he's the first of the RB3s at pick 64. It's kind of high because he's right in between... He's got J.K. Dot. He's got... Let's see who's right in front of him. Elijah Mitchell is right in front of him. And a few picks back right behind him, Clyde Edwards, O'Leary, and Damian Harris. I may actually take Damian Harris before I take A.J. Dillon. Um, I'm not going to handcuff the situation, to be honest with you. It's it's too high for me. So you're going to have to let him go. Um, I do like him, but I think he's. I still think he's a little too high. I think he needs to drop another round, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. He's moved up about a half a round in a week. So, I don't know. For some reason, he's getting some uh, getting some love. So, as far as the wide receivers are concerned, we're just going to do wide receiver 1, 2, and 3. Or 1, 2, and plus. And then we're going to talk about these wide receivers, okay? Because I have no clue who the wide receiver 1 is going to be. You would hope that it would be the rookie Christian Watson. Could be Alan Lazard. Could be Randall Cobb. No, it's not going to be Randall Cobb. It's either Alan Lazard or it's Christian Watson. But let's talk about this. So wide receiver one, strength schedule, full season, 22nd by half, 17th and 26th. And by quarter, 16th, 15th, 18th, and 26th. So wide receiver one is kind of the guy we want. Wide receiver two, third hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 12th and 5th. By quarters, 5th, 22nd, 5th, and 7th. Yikes. This is why, I don't know. I, this is why I'm thinking of staying away. Now, your wide receiver plus, so this would be more than likely, you know, Randall Cobb, uh, Amari Rogers, if he actually steps it up, maybe a Romeo Dobbs. This would be them. 29th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 20th and 30th, and by quarters, 22nd, 14th, 20th, and 30th. 
just be careful with it. Okay. Wide receiver pluses. You got to just be careful. They're not guys that you're supposed to rely on. This is more your DFS type guy, your value guy. Just be careful with it. Um, so my thoughts and feelings on this, I do think Christian Watson does end up becoming kind of that wide receiver one, um, but I'm not counting out Alan Lazard. They're both going really low, um, which is good. So if you really want to take a shot, Christian Watson is actually you know, kind of your upside guy. Best ball drafts, I think you're going to see a lot more of Christian Watson being taken than you will Alan Lazard. If somebody jumps on Christian Watson early, I'll be more than happy just to take a shot on, say, Alan Lazard late um, as well. Let's see here. So Christian Watson right now is your wide receiver 50 at pick 117. So he's towards the end of the 10th round. Uh, Alan Lazard is actually right behind him at uh, wide receiver 52, uh, pick 122. So you're going to have a decision to make on whether or not you want to take the rookie or you want to take Lazard. Hopefully by that time we kind of get an idea based off a of training camp, which one uh, is going to be really the guy to jump on. So for right now, just fucking leave it alone. Uh, tight end. So this is going to be Robert Tunyon, but I'm not going to be touching Tunyon. Just not. Just not. He's just not. I love Robert Tunyon. I'm a Packer fan. Come on. But Robert Tunyon to me just it doesn't scream like a guy that I really want or need to have on my team. Let's see the strengths of schedule though. Seventeenth hardest schedule on the board by halves, sixth and twenty fourth, and by quarter, sixth, thirteenth, twenty second, and twenty first. So he's got to come back from that knee into that schedule. Where's Tunyon going? Uh tight end twenty three, one seventy nine overall. Yeah, skip it. Unless you got a two tight end league, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I Evan Ingram's going right before him. Fuck Evan Ingram forever. So I would take Robert Tunyon in front of Evan Ingram, but I don't know if I could take him in front of Logan Thomas or Hayden Hurst. Well, actually, Logan Thomas he tore his ACL too, didn't he? Well, I don't know. Down there, I'd probably take that shot on Austin Hooper for Tennessee. Actually, down there, if you're looking for a tight end too. Um, I would look there. New York Jets actually look at their tight end. So CJ was almost kind of interesting down there. But I mean, those are those are your deep, deep fucking guys, not guys that you're going to re- really rely on. Let's move it on. Let's go to the Houston Texans. Houston Texans schedule: Colts at Broncos at Bears versus Chargers at Jaguars bye week at Raiders, Titans, Eagles at Giants, Commanders at Dolphins, Browns. At Cowboys, Chiefs, at Titans, Jaguars, at Colts. Oh, kind of a hodgepodge there. Hmm. It's kind of like really up and down when I kind of read that. Interesting. Uh, so full season strength schedule based on opponent record, 19th hardest schedule. By halves, 21st and 15th. By quarter, 24th, 16th, 25th, and 8th. See how much this changes. Total defense, strength schedule, full season, 10th hardest schedule. Wow. By halves, 23rd and 4th. Ooh. By quarter, 18th, 24th, 9th, and 3rd. 
So even if Houston starts out pretty well, they should be fading at about the halfway point of the season. A lot of people are on Damian Pierce, the rookie running back there. So we're going to look at rush defense, DVOA, and we're going to look at running backs in the passing game. For the rush defense, full season strength schedule, 17th hardest schedule. By halves, 17th and 19th. By quarter, 24th, 14th, 26th, and 11th. Running backs in the passing game, full season strength of schedule, fourth hardest schedule. By halves, 10th and 2nd. And by quarters, 20th, 6th, 4th, and 9th. Has anybody looked at the Houston Texans defense? Because this is not good. And they're going to be playing from behind a lot. There's a lot of love for Damian Pierce. And I believe he's starting to creep up the board, if I am not mistaken. I mean, he's still really favorable. Um, He's at RB38, so he's an RB4. Uh, Pick 106. That is up. That is up from RB43 at pick 142. It was up from RB45, pick 127. And then he was stable at 45 and 131. So he is creeping up. He is creeping up. Will I look at Damian Pierce that far down the board? Yes, but I don't want to have him be a running back that I'm reliant on. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, he's a starting running back, so he's going to get all the touches. And the offensive line still isn't all that fucking great either if he actually fucking looked at it. So Damian Pierce, yeah, I like him. I like him. I think he's a talented kid. You can get the job done, but just be cautious with it. Don't take him too high. All righty. So now we got the pass defense. Oh, goodness. This is Davis Mills time. Uh, pass defense, full season, 23rd. Nice. By halves, 27th and 17th, and by quarter, 17th, 28th, 10th, and 19th. <clears throat> Not bad. Not bad. Davis Mills, though, he's your typical QB3 at number 28, pick 230. So you can get him real super late and super flex and uh, two QB leagues. Good schedule. They're going to be playing from behind. So, I mean, if you want him as a third quarterback, he's kind of he's shown that he can get the, he can do it. Uh, Surprise the shit out of me, so i got to admit defeat on that. But, you know, he could come crashing down. This could be Gardner Minshew 2.0. Um, well, not really because Davis Mills is actually a pretty clean-cut kid. And, you know, Gardner Minshew is just that, like, fucking Uncle Rico white trash guy. Wide receiver one. So here's your Brandon Cooks. Full season, 29th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 32nd and 11th. And by quarters, 31st, 28th, 3rd, and 18th. We've talked about Brandon Cooks. We like him. We like where he's at. He has moved up from last year, but, I mean, he's still, you know, wide receiver 25. So he's the first <laughs> He's the first of the uh, wide receiver threes. At pick, fix, at pick 56, I would take him even a little bit higher. Um, I do like him a little bit more than, say, DJ Moore, Chris uh, Godwin. Uh, even if you did not want to take that shot on Hollywood Brown like we talked about uh, yesterday, 
this is going to – Brandon Cooks, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. And I think you can even bump him up just even a little bit more. Wide receiver two. So we're going to say this is uh, – is this going to be Nico Collins or is this going to be John Mechie? You want to talk about both? We'll do the wide receiver two, then the wide receiver plus. Wide receiver two, 16th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 11th and 19th. By quarter, 1st, 29th, 26th, and 15th. Wide receiver plus, full season, 9th hardest schedule on the board. By quarter, or uh, by halves, 15th and 10th. And by quarter, 8th, 25th, 25th, and 6th. Nico Collins, right off the gate, should be the wide receiver too. But John Mechie will, will move up. And assume that role. John Mechie is a lot better. So, where are you, you son of a bitch? Hello? Hello? Here's Nico Collins. So, Nico Collins, wide receiver 81, 221. John Mechie, wide receiver 90 at 261. So, everybody's kind of got him as, you know, it's a spot shot uh, DFS play. Uh, Brevin Jordan, here's your tight end. Let's see here. So full season DVOA, strength of schedule, 16th hardest schedule on the season. By halves, 25th and 10th. By quarter, 18th, 22nd, 10th, and 13th. I would still caution you, I don't like this. I mean, you've got Brevin Jordan, Farrell Brown. Uh, they did take Tegan Quitoriano. God, it's been a while since I had to say that. Uh, Anthony O'Claire, Daryl Daniels, and they brought in then undrafted free agent Seth Green. Um, not to be confused with Robot Chicken, Seth Green. Um, so tight end Brevin Jordan. I just I don't have any interest in him. Uh, if you really want to know, he is tight end thirty, pick two seventy. So for me though, I'm just gonna pass on it. I don't really give a shit. Indianapolis Colts, you beat me with fucking Brevin Jordan. <sighs> I'll give you a goddamn cookie. Indianapolis Colts, here's the schedule. At Texans, at Jaguars versus Chiefs, Titans, at Broncos, Jaguars, at Titans, Commanders, at Pats, at Raiders, Eagles, Steelers, at Cowboys, bye week, at Vikings, Chargers, at Giants versus Texans. Full season strength of schedule based off of opponent record. 26 artists schedule on the board by halves 28th and 17th and by quarters 24th, 26th, 8th, and 25th. Based off a of total defense, the DVOA is full season, 22nd hardest schedule on the board by halves 27th and 17th and by quarters 21st, 22nd, 13th, and 19th. Not too shabby. Here we go. We got our Jonathan Taylor here. So this is versus running back in the uh, versus the rush defense and running backs in the passing game. Primarily, it's a good thing that we just focus more on Taylor on the ground. Uh, 26 hardest schedule for the full season by halves, 15th and 29th, and by quarters, 21st, 15th, 16th, and 32nd. Running backs in the passing game, third for the full season by halves, 5th and 6th, and by quarters, 5th, 10th, 26th, and 3rd. He will catch the ball. He will get it done. But he does have that really nice uh, rushing schedule. He's number one pick overall. I mean, it's pretty much just pick it and forget it. 
Don't overthink it. Jonathan Taylor, he's fucking special. He'll get the shit done. Versus the pass defense, here we go with Matt Ryan now under center. Full season strength of schedule, 26 overall. Not bad. By halves, 31st and 7th, and by quarters, 27th, 29th, 9th, and 10th. Let's take a look. He is hes a QB2. Where's he at, though? Ooh, QB23, pick 194, so you can have Matt Ryan. Nobody wants him. Um, should be really good offense, uh, play-action pass. Uh, he's not done yet. He'll play a couple seasons here in Indianapolis. Be able to work off of Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I like Matt Ryan as, say, a second quarterback, even if you get your two guys high. You should be able to get him low for uh, as your QB three. All right, so wide receiver one. Oh my goodness, I'm brain farting now. Michael Pittman. Strength of schedule for Michael Pittman. Full season, fifteenth hardest schedule on the board by halves, twenty fifth and fourth by quarter, twenty first, twenty fifth, third and fifteenth. So right about in the middle. This is really going to come down to his ADP, which he is wide receiver fifteen. Uh, pick 35 overall, so right at the end of the third round. He is behind Jalen Waddell, Deontay Johnson. He is in front of DK Metcalf and Mike Williams. I will take Michael Pittman uh, before Jalen Waddell and Deontay Johnson, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I do still like Johnson a lot. Um, I would take Deontay Johnson before I'd take my, uh, DK Metcalf and Mike Williams, but um, Michael Pittman, I think it's perfectly fine. I think he's perfectly suited right where he's at. There's a little bit of risk. It's one of the hard. It's one of the harder places, um, hardest spots for a Colts player. You know, based off uh, strength of schedule, I think I may have put him in the avoid. But he's one of those guys that you know just kind of talk about. Um, maybe not so much uh, avoiding but maybe just kind of fading a little bit. Like, I'm not going to take a shit ton of Michael Pittman. I'm not I'm not going to be the guy that's like, oh, fucking Michael Pittman. Guys that you have to own. You have to own them. You have to put them on your fucking team. You know, the guys that can't fucking fail. Dude, shit can fail. It doesn't really matter. Uh, wide receiver, we'll do wide receiver two and wide receiver plus. Alec Pierce, the rookie, should be the wide receiver two, uh, in my opinion. He's talented enough to take over that position. Um, so wide receiver two, 31st hardest schedule on the board by halves, 32nd and 10th, and by quarters, 31st, 32nd, 10th, and 17th. We'll get to Alec Pierce in a minute. Wide receiver plus, full season 13th by halves, 17th and 11th. And by quarter, 15th, 22nd, 12th, and 14th. So, like I said, Alec Pierce should be the number two here in Indianapolis. It's not really some guy that I greatly want to grab. Like, I'm not targeting him. Um, But, I mean, you're talking wide receiver 75, uh, 184 overall. So, i take a shot on him, especially if T.Y. Hilton doesn't come back to kind of fuck this up. Um, But, to be honest with you... Just not a guy that you really want to target. Not not in this particular offense. Tight ends. Oh, man. Oh, man. Do we got the Mo Alley Cox? We got the Mo Alley Cox. The Colin Granson. 
Jelani Woods, who everybody's on. Everybody's like, Jelani Woods, he's going to be tight end one in there, that, that goddamn uh, Indianapolis cold offense. Slow your fucking roll, all right? Strength of schedule. Full season. 14th overall. By halves. 8th and 21st and by quarters. 21st, 2nd, 18th, and 27th. Do you really want to take a Colts tight end? Do ya? Do ya? The first Colts tight end off the board, which should be Mo Ali Cox. Where the fuck is he at? Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Tight end 28. Pick 252. We're going to skip that. We're not taking a fucking Indianapolis Colts tight end. Don't buy into fucking Jelani Woods. I wonder. Jelani Woods is on here, too. Where's he at? <laughs> tight end 49. Pick 379. You imagine having a fucking draft that deep. Get over to the NFFC. Get over there if you really want it. Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. We got a couple of these left. Where are we going? How far are we going? We got what? About at least four left. Ooh, we're going to go to an hour and a half. We're going to probably plug through these pretty fucking quick, though. Jacksonville Jaguars schedule at Commanders versus Colts at Chargers at Eagles, Texans, Colts, Giants, Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, bye week, Ravens, Lions, Titans, Cowboys, Jets, Texans, Titans. Oh, my. Full season and strength of schedule based on opponent record, 27th hardest schedule. By halves, 31st and 13th. By quarter, 16th, 31st, 20th, and 13th. Let's see if this flips down and around anything better. Uh, total defense, full season, strength of schedule, 28th. So right around the same spot. By halves, 23rd and 21st. Got a little bit better. And by quarter, 23rd, 18th, 28th, and 12th. Not too shabby. So we're going to look at Travis Etienne. Hopefully be back from the Liz Frank injury. Uh, so we got rush, we got versus running back in the passing game, something that ETN can utilize. So rush defense DVOA, full season, strength of schedule, 18th hardest schedule by halves, 16th and 20th, and by quarter, 10th, 27th, 14th, and 21st. Versus the running back in the passing game, strength of schedule, full season, 28th hardest schedule. Nice. By halves, 22nd and 22nd, and by quarter, 20, 20th, 19th, 32nd and 5th. Travis ETN. He's everybody's little darling right now. Goes off the board, RB17 at pick 36. So right at the end of the third round, I think that's perfectly fine for him. Uh, he is going three picks in front of Brees Hall. I probably like, probably honestly like Brees Hall, but I can be talked out of it. Uh, but Travis ETN right behind Cam Akers and James Conner. I would probably take ETN ahead of both of those. Um, we've talked about James Conner. Stay away from James Conner. He's going too high. Uh, then Travis Etienne, he's right in front of Brees Hall, Zeke Elliott, Antonio Gibson. You can make a case that he, he belongs right in there. Um, but that's, there's a lot of, to me, there's a little bit of a risk factor with that coming off of that, uh, foot injury. Um, in terms of like his backups, though, this is kind of going to be a little bit more important. Um, James Robinson, I don't think he's going to be ready for the year. He got hurt late. Um, <laughs> so here's your other backups. I'll do the rookie last. So Reichwell Armstead, Nate Cottrell, 
and Makai Sargent. Are those the guys that are going to take over for James Robinson behind Travis Etienne if James Robinson definitely is not good to go? I don't think so. So who's going to be the backup for Travis Etienne? It's going to be one. Snoop Duggy Dog Connor. Connor. I know, it's fucking terrible. I wasn't going to do it. Just kind of popped in there. So Snoop Connor is going off as RB77, pick 263. So pay attention to this. Like I said, that's who your backup should be, not James Robinson. I think James Robinson's done. We talked about uh, his, you know, even before the rookie draft that I had said he's going to get fucking hurt. Just the way that he runs alone, there's something not right. And sure shit, it fucking happened. Uh, but Snoop Connor, probably nobody's going to know who the fuck Snoop Connor is. I took Snoop Connor in the rookie portion of a startup dynasty. So Snoop Connor, right behind Travis Etienne. But you're going to be able to take him, you know, 14th, 15th, 16th round right at the end. Right at the end of your drafts. Now we look at the pass defense. Here you go. Trevor Lawrence. Easiest schedule on the board for the full season. He is at number 32. By the halves, 28th and 28th. And by quarters, 29th, 18th, 31st, and 14th. So that's interesting. That's an interesting little quarterback thing here, right? So the defense still isn't really fully back um, to being any good whatsoever. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence goes off a, off the board, QB 19, pick 150. So he's going right behind. Let's see who's going behind. Tua, he's going behind Tua. He's going behind Justin Fields. He's going ahead of Mac Jones and Ryan Tannehill. Not right in front of three rounds in front of Mac Jones and Ryan Tannehill. So Trevor Lawrence, I would probably take Trevor Lawrence ahead of Justin Fields. Um, in a redraft, in a redraft, Superflex, 2QB League. Uh, Tua, I probably still have a little bit higher than that. So Trevor Lawrence, good spot, good spot. I don't mind him. Wide receiver one. Ooh, this is another team we got to talk about the wide receiver ones, right? So <laughs> Christian Kirk got paid like a number one. Um, when they do two wide receiver sets, it's going to be Christian Kirk and, and Marvin Jones Jr., um, unless they push Marvin Jones Jr. out, but I doubt it. Um, in three wide receiver sets, that's when you're going to see Christian Kirk kind of move into the slot and then say Jones is going to come out, you know, the other guy that they fucking paid, uh, overpaid in my opinion. But um, So Christian Kirk, we're going to treat as the number one. Marvin Jones is the number two. Zay Jones is the wide receiver plus. Wide receiver one, Christian Kirk, full season, 26, hardest schedule on the board, by halves, 26th and 15th, and by quarters, 29th, 14th, 29th, and 6th. Christian Kirk is actually at a really good value still. I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't been moved up a little bit more. Fuck did you go? You, You sneaky son of a bitch. There you are. He's going off the board as wide receiver 42, pick 94. So he's going off as a wide receiver four. Uh, He's going behind, fuck you, Mr. Scam Likely. Uh, He is going behind one Brandon Ayuk and Russell Gage and going ahead of Tyler Lockett and Robert Woods. I kind of like Brandon Ayuk, but I, I may take Christian Kirk before them. 
In fact, I would probably take him. There's two rookies ahead of him, okay? So Traylon Bur- Burks, Drake London, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and then Russell Gage. I might take Christian Kirk ahead of all of them. Traylon Burks at 85 overall. Wouldn't take him probably ahead of Devontae Smith. I kind of like Devontae Smith this year. And I don't know. Uh, I might take him in front of Adam Thielen. I might take him in front of Adam Thielen. I take him in front of Bateman too. I think you got about two rounds of value in here right now for Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk could be a steal. And I fucking hate to say it because it was the dumbest fucking contract they could have given anybody. But I think he's going to have a good year. I'm sorry. All right, so wide receiver two. Here's Marvin Jones. 24th hardest schedule on the full season by halves, 12th and 29th, and by quarters, 10th, 18th, 28th, and 25th. Marvin Jones Jr., probably not going to bother taking him, but let's take a look here. Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, where the fuck is Marvin Jones? He's got to be all the way down here, right? Shut up. Where is he? No. I I found Zay Jones. Where's Marvin? Oh, my God. LaVisca Chenault I found. There he is. Marvin Jones. Uh, Wide receiver 79. Pick 203. Uh, We'll do Zay Jones. I'll go to wide receiver plus here real quick. Zay Jones. uh, Pick 90. Wide receiver 99, pick 302. So you're not going to worry about it. Wide receiver plus, though, full season schedule. Uh, strength schedule, 17th overall by half, second and 29th, and by quarter, 8th, 2nd, 5th, and 32nd. Moving to tight end, here's your Evan Ingram. Fuck Evan Ingram. We're not taking him anyways, but we got to do this. we got to be thorough. 29th hardest schedule on the board for the full season by halves, 29th and 27th, and by quarters, 24th, 25th, 28th, and 18th. Um. Oh God, he's right in front of Tunyon, wasn't he? Yeah, fucking tight end twenty two one seventy seven. I guess two tight end leagues. You know, honestly, I wouldn't even take him if he had a fucking three tight end league. Just to be complete, let's be completely fucking honest. All right, all right, all right. Kansas City Chiefs. Let's get in here. Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills, Niners, bye week, Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, Rams, Bengals, Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight in the AFC West this year. Full season strength schedule based on opponent record. Six hardest schedule uh, by halves, first and 24th, and by quarters, second, second, 19th, and 28th. Does it get better by total defense? Well, it seems to suggest it a little bit. 15th hardest schedule on the board for the full season by halves, 1st and 28th. So the back half is looking good uh, by quarter, 9th, 3rd, 27th, and 17th. Not too shabby. Uh, so here's your running back. Here's CEH. Here's Ronald Jones. Ugh, both gross to me. Um, so rush defense, and then we'll do running backs in the passing game. Uh, rush defense, full season, six hardest schedule. By halves, second and 16th, and by quarter, 31st, second, 19th, and 14th. Woof. 
Running backs in the passing game, though, it's a little bit better. Actually, a lot better. Uh, full season, 19th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 26th and 13th. And by quarters, 25th, 24th, 8th, and 16th. Got a lot of people who are jumping on this whole fucking Ronald Jones thing now. There's some fucking Ronald Jones thing. And if you don't, you don't just see one fucking person talking about it. There'll be like five of them fucking talking about it because they all just talk over one another. So Clyde Edwards-Lair goes off as RB26, uh, pick 69 overall. Damian Harris is behind him. I take the, I'm taking Damian Harris in front of him. I'm, Devin Singletary It's like a full round behind him. I'm taking Devin Singletary. Ronald Jones goes off as RB40, uh, pick 108. I don't give a fuck. All right, if you take CEH, you have to take Ronald Jones. You just have to. The problem is I don't fucking want either. I kind of like CEH a little bit. He is very talented. He's better than Ronald Jones. I don't see Ronald Jones overtaking CEH. There's no fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. Pass defense. Full season. Strength of schedule, 18th hardest schedule by halves, third and 27th. I think you'll still see, you know, Mahomes have a little bit of uh, success in there. But, you know, with the new wide receiving core, uh, it may be tough. It may be a little bit tougher. So by quarter, 7th, 12th, 26th, and 26th. So I do like. Patrick Mahomes in the second half. Now, as a QB2 at pick 37, I don't like him that much. I don't. I don't. I don't. But somebody's going to take him. They'll be good in the second half, but they may they may get fucked. They're probably just a terrible drafter, to be honest with you. I don't know why you would take him at the end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round. I mean, Josh Allen, I get Justin Herbert is right behind Patrick Mahomes. I'd rather have Justin Herbert. And I'm just being honest. I think the offense in L.A. is a lot better than the one in Kansas City. All right. Well, we got to move on. we got to hit our wide receivers. So we're going to do the wide receiver one, two, and plus here because we don't know which one's which. I still contend that McCall Hartman is going to be the wide receiver one. I think you probably would see MVS end up as a wide receiver too, barring any injury during training camp. Juju Smith-Schuster probably the wide receiver plus. That's just my thought on there. Juju could be the wide receiver too, to be honest with you. Um, Sky Moore, I'm just I'm I like Sky Moore. He's a rookie though. It's hard to come along especially in an offense like this. That's why I have some reservations about some of the rookie wide receivers. But here in Kansas City with this mishmash, and, I mean, it's not like he was a first-round pick either. So good luck. Wide receiver one, strength schedule, full season, 24th, 14th. I'm sorry, 24th by halves, 14th and 31st uh, by quarter, 19th, 9th, 27th, and 22nd. Your wide receiver two, full season, 
17th hardest schedule by halves, second and 31st, and by quarter, third, eighth, 23rd, and 27th. Wide receiver plus, full season, third hardest schedule by halves, third and fifth, and by quarters, sixth, 10th, second, and 16th. Let's look at our wide receivers. Let's see where they're all going here. Kansas City, Kansas City. We've got to look for Kansas City. So, McCole Hardman is the first guy off the board. Uh, at wide receiver 60, pick 141. Right at the back end of the draft. Nobody's, jump, nobody's jumping on these guys. I'm sorry. He's actually the second guy taken off the board. Sky Moore is actually the first one at, at wide receiver 46 at 103. They're taking the rookie. There's three vets in there. And they took the fucking rookie. And I'm even wrong on that one. Oh, my God. Juju Smith-Schuster is the first one. Wide receiver 30, pick 66. Fuck no. You're skipping that one. Full fade on him. Sky Moore, 46 at 103. No. He's got to be in the double-digit rounds for me to take him. McCall Hardman at, at wide receiver 60, 141. I'll take him all day, every day. He's the only guy who has been in this offense the whole fucking time of his career. He knows it. It's just performing. MVS, wide receiver 64, 153. Wow. Wow. I think people are getting this all wrong. Any which way, it's McCall Hardman. Take him at the end of your draft. Fuck it. Tight end, strength of schedule. This is, of course, Travis Kelsey. 19th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 14th and 19th. And by quarter, 16th, 16th, 20th, and 17th. So Travis Kelsey, of course, is going to be your tight end one. Uh, pick 16 overall. So he has fallen a little bit. Probably will fall a little bit more, I think. I think him and Mark Andrews are going to kind of battle it out uh, right next to one another. So that's kind of my feelings. That is my feelings. All right, we got to power through two more here. So we're gonna do Raider. We're gonna do Raiders, and then do the Chargers, and then leave it up for the end uh, for the third part of the trilogy. I know you don't like it, but Las Vegas Raiders schedule: Chargers, Cardinals, Titans, Broncos, Chiefs bye week, tight, uh, Texans, Saints, Jaguars, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks, Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, Forty ers Chiefs. AFC West, AFC West is going to be tough. Uh, strength of schedule based on opponent's record, full season, 10th hardest schedule uh, by halves, 29th and 1st uh, by quarter, 28th, 25th, 2nd, and 6th. Does it change with the total defense? Full season tells you no. Ninth hardest schedule on the board by halves, 23rd and 3rd. Wow, it really links up here. Uh, by quarter, 26th, 15th, 10th, and 1st. Oof. All right, so we're going to do rush defense and running backs in the passing game. This will be your Josh Jacobs. For the full season, ninth hardest schedule on the board by halves, 24th and 4th, and by quarter, 17th, 22nd, 5th, and 6th. So it gets harder in the second half. Could be a sell-high candidate. Uh, running backs in the passing game, 21st hardest schedule on the board for the full season uh, by halves, 4th and 31st, and by quarters, 10th, 4th, 30th, and 23rd. Josh Jacobs, I still kind of like at his spot. Uh, Josh Jacobs goes off as wide receiver, 22, right at the back end of the fourth round at pick 48. 
Um, who are we going to take to back him up, though? Huh? 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 You want Kenyon Drake? Or do you want Samir White? Hmm? We're going to wait for that one to kind of play out. They're both going at the end of at the end of uh, most of the drafts, so I am not too worried about it for right now. Uh, they actually go back-to-back at wide receiver 61 for Samir White, wide, uh, running back 62. Uh, for Kenyon Drake, 185 and 199. So everybody's a little bit more on the rookies, Amir White. I am too. Um, I'm just not making that call as of right now. All righty then. We got to take a look at our quarterback here. So this is Derek Carr. Uh, pass defense, full season, strength of schedule, 27th hardest schedule uh, by halves, 30th and 14th. Not bad. Uh, by quarter, 30th, 16th, 23rd, and 5th. Still okay with that. Um, ooh, Pat, Steelers, 49ers, and Chiefs. I think Steelers are going to fall back a little bit on pass defense, to be honest with you. But Derek Carr goes off as QB 14, uh, pick 116. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Second quarterback. Take a shot on the guy. Wide receiver one, so here's Devontae Adams. Uh, full season, DVOA, strength of schedule, 16th hardest schedule. Uh, by halves, 27th and 6th, and by quarters, 22nd, 24th, 6th, and 14th. He goes in the first round. Uh, wide receiver four, pick 10 overall. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I like Cup. I like Justin Jefferson. And I do like Jamar Chase a little bit more than um, Adams. But, I mean, you could take Adams in front of Chase, and I would not fault you for it. Uh, But I would take Adams before I would take Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, and Debo Samuel, to be completely honest. So I think that's good. I think he's good right in there, even though it's, it's not great. But it's not terrible either. Um. So wide receiver two we're going to do is Hunter Renfro. Demarcus Robinson is not your wide receiver two. Uh, he's a wide receiver plus. So wide receiver two, here's Hunter Renfro. Uh, <laughs> second easiest schedule on the full season at 31. Uh, by halves, 31 and 15. By a quarter, 32nd, 23rd, 29th, and 8th. You are still getting Hunter Renfro at a huge fucking discount. Um... Come on. God, the names are mixing together. There he is. Uh, Wide receiver 32 at pick 70. And he's going to be more of a forgotten guy. I think think he slips more in your home drafts than he does, um, like, say, if you're doing a regular league right now in your best ball. That's about right. I would take him even probably a little bit higher. Um, I, I would definitely take him in front of Schuster. I take him in front of Schuster. I probably take him in front of Darnell Mooney and Gabe Davis and Jerry Judy. Be completely honest, and we're talking about a, a round, round and a half higher guys. Hunter Renfro, I think he's going to be good. He's going to be able to use, you know, Devontae Adams should be covered, you know, top guy. So, like, actually, per usual, but just think of it. He's got a better wide receiver one sitting there, so. Coverage is going to roll more over to Adams. It's going to leave Renfro wide open, wide open in the middle. Your wide receiver plus fucked to Marcus Robinson, but we got to go through it. Uh, 13th, 13th hardest schedule for the full season. 
by halves, 11th and 17th, and by quarters, 8th, 20th, 11th, and 20th. Now here we go, Darren Waller. Full season, strength of schedule, 15th hardest schedule, by halves, 20th and 12th, and by quarters, 31st, 4th, 19th, and 8th. Now this is going to be more of a special case because, now see, Darren Waller, he has slipped. Uh, He's tight end 5, so he's right behind Kittle, though, at overall pick 53. I probably still don't take him. God, it's tempting. I would probably like to see like guys jump on TJ Hawkinson, Dalton Schultz. I'd like to see him slip a little bit more just because of that whole injury thing that happened last year. Um, but to be honest with you, I think he's the third target in this offense. I can't take him that high. I cannot take him that high. Not pre-mid-fifth. No. Slips into the sixth round, I'll take him all day, every day. But at that point, no, I'm not touching him. Not touching him. All right, last one that we have for today, well, for this podcast. Uh, L.A. Chargers. So we got Raiders, Chiefs, Jaguars, Texans, Browns, Broncos, Seahawks, bye week. Falcons, 49ers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Raiders, Dolphins, Titans, Colts, Rams, and Broncos. It's tough. Tough schedule. Full season strength of schedule uh, based off opponent record. Uh, the hardest schedule on the board by halves, third and seventh, and by quarter, fifth, 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 and 11th. <laughs> Total defense, strength of schedule, full season, second hardest schedule. By halves, eighth and eighth, by quarters, 13th, 11th, second, and 21st. Good God. Good God. Austin Eckler, we're going to do the rush defense and running backs in the passing game. Rush defense first, full season, DVOA, strength of schedule, fourth hardest schedule. By halves, fourth and seventh. By quarter, eighth, fifth, first, and 20th. Running backs in the passing game, full season, 13th hardest schedule. By halves, 24th and 11th. By quarters, 27th, 17th, 7th, and 12th. Austin Eckler is right now RB3 at pick five overall. I am not touching Austin Eckler at that price. End of the first round, somewhere in there, drops? Sure. I'm not going to take him that high, though. I am not going to take him that high. That is too rich for my blood. Uh, his backup, Isaiah Spiller. We need to find him up. If you do take him, you're going to want to get yourself some Spiller. Uh, he is RB43, pick 115. So, I mean, at least you can handcuff it uh, for pretty cheap. But I'm not taking Eckler that high. I'd rather take a wide receiver that high than Eckler. I can't trust it. Not two years, Not two years in a row like that. Not with that strength of schedule. Absolutely not. So, now we get into the pass defense strength of schedule. And now it has come to my attention that something got fucked up. 
and it's always between the Ve- it's always between Las Vegas and the two LA teams because there's a certain way that I have to set shit up. Um, and it is that the formula. So the formula is when I'm coming over from the other part of the sheet, the sheet part that you really can't see. Um, I have it jumbled. And it fucks up between the Vegas Raiders, the Chargers, and the Rams. So I am going to have to go back to the Raiders. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to the Raiders. So the last like five minutes that I was talking about the Raiders, this little bit that I was talking about with the Chargers, null and void. Null and void. And I'm going to end the podcast right here, and we're going to start back with the LA Raiders after I fix all the shit. So guess what? I'm a fucking moron, and uh, should I have made sure I had that double-checked, but guess what? I was rushing with it. I thought I had it correct, and I didn't. So, fuck me running. I'm tired of working on this fucking thing. But it is what it is. We got to be 100%. So, until next time, take it easy. Take care. Like, seriously, if anybody wants to, like, hit me with a fucking lightning bolt, like, 66 times into the fucking head right now, I'd absolutely let you fucking do it.